You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yes, indeed, Barrett. It's a football Friday. We've got divisional playoff weekend is upon us, and I'll tell you, it can't come soon enough. I was walking around the house yesterday um thinking it was friday yesterday and i literally woke up this morning i actually slept in and woke up today thinking today was saturday i don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on with me um but it, it feels like today should be the day that the that the game should start i don't know what it is why well, was that, yesterday a friday to me i don't know man and we we didn't have thursday night football no that kind of sucked no college football that kind of sucked you know, I, yeah. at least I woke up this morning and I was uh, on Birds 365, man. I saw that. Yeah. So, so you've you know, already done a show. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I probably locked in about, about 40, 45 minutes they in. They kept you for 45 minutes on that show? No, not 45. I'll say, 30, I'll say 40. Wow. 38. Yeah. 38. Wow. I'll tell you, when we had uh, Randy Brown on yesterday, uh, he was asking me, you know, I think noon works best for me. How long? How long do you want me? I go, dude. You can stay as long as you want, and and I, I was I wasn't gonna kick him off, you know, the show. But I knew he had to go at at some point. So we had him on about close to forty minutes yesterday. I think. Well, he didn't want to leave, man. We, no, he I know. Kept talking and, and 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 one thing he he talked about and he referenced, man, is is, is the love the love of a game, man. Yeah, and, and that's you know that you could just tell it just spews out of him. Uh huh. You know what I mean? It just it just comes out of him, man. So no doubt. Anytime you get you know guys talking football, man, it doesn't matter who you know who you are, or where you're at, or you know what what denomination you are, it crosses all barriers, race, creed, color, whatever it is. Right. It doesn't matter. Football crosses all barriers, and that's the perfect thing about having a talk show when you talk just talk sports. You know, I mean, I'm I'm loving it. Exactly. Now we're gonna talk a whole lot of more today uh, about some of these mock drafts. I saw where uh, uh, Jimmy Kemsky at Philly Voice kind of aggregated a bunch of different mock draft guys <laughs> and put them all in one spot so it's easy to get. I sent it to you, too. Yeah. Um, because, I, you know, I'm a geek for this stuff, but I think this year it's even more because, you know, when do you ever have three first-round picks exactly. to choose from? Typically, you know, you make the playoffs and you got one pick. It's like, yeah, big deal. We're going to be picking in the 20s. Eh. It's like best player available. 
kind of thing. Right. You know, who, who's left? What's left at the dinner table? But this year you got three. So there's maneuverability. You know, there's a, you know, are they going to take all three? Are they going to send one, you know, for next year? Are they going to move up, you know, to package two together and move up to try to get, you know, this guy? It's kind of even more intrigue this year for me. So I'm, I'm like geeking out times three. Bro, you know, I'm just going through it. It just gives me the autonomy to do more and more researching. I mean, there's a center right now that's that's into the equation. You what? Know, the, the center from Iowa. The guy from Iowa? Yes, Tyler oh. Lindenbaum. Oh. So of course, you know, I I I just dove into it, man. I, I was I was all into it, man. And, and right. I I kind of I kind of like him a little bit. I don't know you about do. the first, but I kind of like him a little bit. Yeah. As it's just know. not what we need right now, but no, I, I, I like think that. I think the fans might be a little bit disappointed if that if that's one of the choices that they take in the first round. But anyway, I mean, Linderbaum, that doesn't really sound like an Iowa football player name, does it? Well, no, it like doesn't I, sound like a football player name, period. Well, I'll like, tell you like what. Louder Milk or something is like an <laughs> Iowa name, you know? Louder Milk. But I'll tell you this, though. he he he's He's the truth. Yeah. You know, he's he's going he's going to give you all you want. Put it like that. He's going to give you all you want. Great technician. Let me look at my notes. Great technician, great knee bend. His flexibility is tremendous. Knee bend is tremendous. Great technique, great hands. Um he's 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 not overly physical. In fact, he reminds me a lot of um of a little bigger. Now I can't even say Kelsey because I'm not going to say he has no. the same knee bend and everything as Kelsey. Kelsey's not – he's a second-level guy. Kelsey's a better athlete, but right. he he has the intangibles to be a solid, a very solid center in this league. I mean, a very solid center. You know, he doesn't have that – he doesn't have that mean streak, mm-hmm. but he has all, I don't you know, like all that the things then. you need. You I know, need has, a mean streak. No, he's not that guy. Yeah, he's not going to be that guy. Like, I'm, I, I would always be scouting for mean streak no matter what. I want a <laughs> running back that runs angry. You know yes. what I mean? Like that's like what I Marshawn Lynch. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like he's gonna he's gonna hit these linebackers and safeties like they stole his lunch money. You exactly. Know what I mean? You yeah. want that. Right. Everybody wants that, but you know, can 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 we get it? We never get nice things, bro. I'm yeah, just saying, I, I we know. never now, get nice things. Now there's some questions here on the stream about the USFL. I figured we'd get that out of the way. Um, they're asking if you're gonna be doing any of the games. For the USFL course that starts this uh, this spring down in Birmingham, Alabama, right. all the games are going to be played in the same spot in Birmingham. I guess it's like a little bubble, so they don't get uh, screwed over by COVID because these leagues don't have a whole lot of money, and if they miss games, they'll go out of business, just like these other couple of leagues over the last couple of years. So, are you going to be getting involved in the USFL, Barrett? I haven't been contacted by anybody. No, um, no, no, but I haven't been putting my feelers out there either. Would you be up for it? Of course, yeah, of course. I would love to. I mean, I, I mean, I love football, man. I love to call football, you know. And 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 the best thing that I learned about calling games with college football, like NFL, would be easy because you know yeah. all the players, right? Right, you know all the players, so you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. have a problem with that, but I had to go in and learn 90 new players. Every week when I do these college football games. Right, you're doing the stinking Colorado College of Mines or whatever the yes, hell it yes. was. I didn't even know they had a football team. Uh, well, exactly. So, yeah. you know, doing that and going to Valdosta State and researching them and watching all that film, you know, all the films on on, on, on those guys, 
you tend to get the, you know, the gist of who they are, but you don't really just dive in. But in the NFL game, you know everybody, you know tendencies, you know what this player does. and all. So, I mean, it'd be easier. But going down there, I would love to do that because, I mean, it'll be a smaller roster. I'll get to know those guys because it's only a small amount of teams. So right. it'd probably be easier, way easier. I would think so, too. Now, were you a big Meatloaf fan? Meatloaf passed away at the age of 74, apparently, surrounded by his family. Um, well, yesterday. my condolences to to the to the people who can't do that. So, yeah, you know, I I know he was he was beloved by a lot of people. He just didn't. He he wasn't on my rotation. I'll I'll, no, I'll admit that. Me either. And I came up during the meatloaf craze in the late seventies. That was where <laughs> I really started to get into music. And I was never a big fan of the Bat Out of Hell record. I know it sold you know a gazillion you know copies, and he made a ton of money off of it. Right. Um, and made really his career off that one album, really. But I was never a big fan of the uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light song. In fact, I used to hate it. I what, what hated is that? What it. Song is that? Is that that well, that was like that? the big, the one of the big hits. I don't know if it was the biggest hit. It might have been. I don't know. But um, everybody in my junior high school at the time, because that's what I was in like seventh grade, I think, when that record came out. Everybody used to sing along with it. And I hated that. I when, when everything becomes really popular, I blanch and I move away. And I was right. like that as a 12, 13 year old kid, too. So I hated that song, but it was a huge hit. Everybody loves it. Everybody yeah, a lot of people it. do. Now, I, I used to hate the Bee Gees, too, at the same time period. Now I love the Bee Gees as Stay an older, alive, as an older guy. Just... Yeah. I never was a fan of the disco. OK. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't wear the bell bottoms, you know, the platform shoes and the. The silk shirts with the shirts unbuttoned down to here. That wasn't my look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Skate rinks and all that. Yeah, I can see you on a pair of roller skates out at the at the roller rink. Could you see me with a jerry curl? You know. Yes. What I'm saying? yes. <laughs> oh my god, I can. Well, hey, it. my whole life I've had a Covadas dog, either a box or Covadas, man. Covadas like the, the low low haircuts. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Yeah. My pops didn't play that high and tight, bro. High and tight. Exactly. So. Now they're saying on the stream that Louis Anderson, the comedian, just died. Louis Anderson? Yeah, I was not that big of a fan of him. He, he was kind of this, um, like, a, I don't know if he looked kind of short and r chubby, you know, and he was on a lot of game shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know who yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a oh, weird man, haircut. Yeah, yeah. Now, his, his voice, his voice in the, in the, in the you know, comedic stuff that he used was like, uh, self-deprecating a lot you know yes so, yes yeah I, I get it i get it he was a, yeah, he, he had a he was a cartoon also uh probably cartoon he probably voice. did a lot of voiceover stuff yes he did yeah yeah so apparently he passed away too he oh, didn't look man. all that healthy to be honest with you no no neither no. one of them did no no they really didn't i mean when you when you go by the name of meatloaf <laughs> it's kind of surprising <laughs> that you last till 74 if you ask me right well i mean you know, you know i mean it's a pretty good run <clears throat> And I, I I look at Meatloaf and and I think to think I tend to think that you know he and Ozzy Osbourne are kind of the kind of the same dude as far as music, mm. but Ozzy's he's 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 sticking with it, man. You know he I didn't think he was going to be you know sane here for a little bit, but he's he's still sharp, man. He's he's, he's still sharp. Good to go. Well, he's I mean sharp? he's sharp sharp as an as an. As in, he still got his wits about him. I thought he was yeah. lost his whips a long, a long well, time. Well, I was why I'd watched that show a long time ago, the Osbournes or whatever. Yes. Like well, that's what I'm, I'm. That's where I'm, I'm. I'm giving my analysis from that show, 
At times he looks slow, but then he you know he out of back. it. He well, seemed out of it all the time. Uh, Sharon, he'd be like wandering around the house <laughs> looking for his wife and stuff. He seemed like he didn't even know where he was. But then kinda, they put him off. Then they put him on kind of like put the him president. On a tight, I know, but then they put him on the, you know a tight one on one. Uh huh. And he sounded like he was coherent. He was cool. Well, it's funny that you say that because a guy like him, if you put him on stage behind a microphone and ask him to do Black Sabbath or his own songs. He, he, he'd immediately go into that mode and be able to sound great. Yeah, but then yeah. you take them out of that environment, that element, and put them in regular life, they seem like they don't even know, you know which way's up. That's the same way Greg Allman was sound like from me. the Allman Brothers. Sound, like, sound like you? <laughs> yeah, you get me off this mic, and, and I just watch football. I'm doing football, yeah, but you give me the everyday situations. My daughter comes, hey, can you do I'm like, huh? What? what? What's going on? <laughs> now, LT says Louis Anderson wasn't he the big guy that looked like John Gruden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. That is pretty good. You know, I was thinking, is John Gruden a ginger? Um, he's um, kind of blonde. More, I blonde, think he's more blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of more blonde. All right, um, we got to continue with that. Um, NFL insiders uh, predictions mm -hmm. for this off season. We were about halfway through. We'll get started with that. We'll get into these uh, mock drafts, but here's the first thing though. I saw this morning and I totally agreed with, it. in fact, I, I favored it. A lot of times people say, why did you favor that tweet? It's because I want to go back and find it. It doesn't mean, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with it. Right. Right. You know, right, right. but it's just, it, it helps it's me easier. find it. Right. But I agree with this one. Now, Jonathan Gannon is apparently a hot commodity with the Houston Texans. In fact, he's like one of their – he might be the leading candidate to get that job, okay? So on that news, Paul Domowicz, who we like, uh, on Twitter said, if John, John Gannon – he calls him John Gannon – gets a head coaching gig at noon – Nick Sirianni needs to be on the phone with Vic Fangio at 12.01. He should already be on the phone. <laughs> you think so? Right now, yes. Yeah, right. Negotiating it out. Right. Whatever it is. Uh, it was Zimmer or, 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 or Fangio. One of the two. Yeah, and I'm not seeing a lot of love for Zimmer. Everybody's mentioning Fangio, that like reporters around the – the league are talking, you know, he's obviously going to get a job, but I, I'm surprised that nobody's really mentioning um, Mike Zimmer. Well, you look at Zimmer, man. He, I mean, he has some success, but he's going to want things his way. I don't know if he'll, I mean, I don't know if he'll come in and, and want a DC job after, you know, I think he still thinks that he's a head coach type of guy. Oh yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Well, he's got a head coach kind of girlfriend. We all know that. Well, he definitely outkicked his coverage, bro. Right. Definitely outkicked his coverage, you know. And he's Must only be the money. He's only 65. <laughs> he's one of those guys that you kind of think might even be a little older than that, but he's only oh, 65. Yeah. Well, he looks a lot older than that. And yeah. what she's like 30 something or 20 something? Uh in the 30, I think early 30s. Yeah, like 34 or something like that. Yeah. That's I not... you know what? I well, the, the stream said Zimmer's a uh a control freak. So I guess that's why Well, all coaches that. are. I got news for you. Well, I mean, I mean, all, be, all football exactly. coaches are absolute control freaks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're exactly. egomaniacs and control freaks. It's just part of the deal. Like you don't get to that position without being one of those guys. 
You well, know what I mean, you you look at you know, you have to have that competitive edge about you, and you have to think you are, you know, the 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 cream of the crop. So you you have to have that edge about you, anyways. I agree. Yeah, you don't get to that position without thinking that you're something. Now, Flores, they're asking about Flores on the stream. Apparently, the Giants are interested in Flores now. Uh. Um, in fact, there's a report saying that the Flores is, would be their first choice. That would be an interesting hire. That, be, that Yeah, I wouldn't like that as an Eagle guy. I, I was about to say, I yeah. hate that, actually. I mean, right. All things being equal, that I would hate that in the in the worst way. Yeah, me too. He he would he would make some things happen up there. You mean I mean they're already used to a, a culture in which you know they they want to make sure that um you're hardworking and you know strict disciplinarian type of culture. Well, he definitely bring that back in, right? So you know, and they've had some success. He's shown some success. So yeah, you're right, man. I mean that that'd be my my worst nightmare for him to come in because he he changed things around real quick. Like and they come you- from the same coaching tree. So things uh, might be correct. the same. Yeah, correct. Um, did you see – I'm think about this, though. Add this to it. They get Flores as the head coach in New York, and Russell Wilson goes there. Stop. Uh-huh. Stop. Possibility, Stop. Barrett. It's possible. That you, It's very the possible. Worst we, that's the worst thing we could, we could ever want. Ciara could be in uh, Manhattan seven <laughs> days a week, you know? <laughs> You know, Russ living in a big penthouse suite, high rise, you know. And he'd be perfect. You. He'd be perfect for that whole he would you know, Mr. Unlimited. He'd be right. in Manhattan, man. This isn't <laughs> Seattle, bro. You know? That'd be that, perfect for him, man. That'd that, be wor- that'd be the worst for us. Yeah. And that, and then what would all the Eagle fans that think Russ is over the hill think about that? And, well, see, I that I I don't believe in that. I don't either. You know what I'm saying? I don't either. And the only reason why Russ won't come. Russ still has a lot of football left in him, and everybody's thinking, "Well, he's too old." And what would the win- what would the window be for for him? And the window would be as him playing as long as he wants to play. Number one, number two, the weapons that they have up there, he'd come in and be an instant success, and that would be a serious problem for us, man. Mm-hmm. He would come in and instantly be a great fit in that organization because he has all the weapons you want: Sterling Shepard. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you name it. He has all the receivers you want. They just signed a tight end, you know, tight end from Minnesota. You know, they, they, they'd be all right. Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph. You think they'd, they'd – uh, you think Saquon Barkley would stick around for that? Would they keep him? <laughs> or would they have to get rid of him to, to afford Russell Wilson? There lies the problem. Yeah. There lies the problem. You know, how would they pay everybody? Right. They have to make some cuts. I think Saquon would take less money for an offense that works. You, you know think what I mean? So. Yeah, he, yeah, I could see that too. Um, I, I would definitely now, take less. The stream is really they're they're actually like reporters on this show. They're they're you know they're so dialed in to everything that's going on in football. I'm seeing a lot of DK Metcalf stuff coming up here. So, so what's going on with DK Metcalf? Well, I'm gonna look at. I want to confirm it. I got to confirm this stuff first. Says on a trading block, huh? That's what they're saying. So let's see who's reporting that because He's for a contract. Um, the magic is gone. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, the Seahawks should consider trading DK Metcalf 
is on Sports Illustrated. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's on the trading block. Right. Um, but if if Russell Wilson doesn't stay there, could you see I could see DK Metcalf probably saying, Yeah, I'm out too. I'd be out of here with the quick. See you later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Who would be there? I mean, they don't have a quarterback right now to even back them up. No, who's it's the um, it's Geno Smith, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, stop with that, right? He's yeah, the, and, and that's why I'm saying, um, unless they draft in the first round, uh, draft a quarterback in the first round, I can't see him doing, doing that. And, and who can come in and play right now? Nobody. See, now I'm seeing a lot of stuff here. People conjecting that they're, you know, number one wide receivers that the Jets could trade for, and they put DK Metcalf in there. So, you know, maybe there is some truth to this that that they would consider moving him for the right deal. Uh, what would you think about him here in Philadelphia alongside Devontae Smith? Love it. Yes. See, that's Love the kind it. of guy I like the big body guy. Yeah, that, that's what you've been looking for. Yeah, that's the kind of guy I want with some, you know, these big strong, like, you know. They could use him like a Debo Samuel, don't you think? They can use him in anything. Yeah. They can use him at linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. He doesn't just necessarily need to play receiver. Put him in strong safety. Put him anywhere, man. Right. He can play, man. And 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 I could see that, man. I could see him being everywhere. He could be whatever you need him to be. You know, because I mean his 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 highlight really starts when he catches the ball. Because, man, he's so big and fast, man. Right. I think it's the ball, man. He, he's he's tough to tackle. Now, I'm, he, re- I'm reading this, excuse me, on the USA Today uh, about the Jets wire. It says Metcalf is the most unlikely target on this list as the only way he gets traded is if the Seahawks decide to completely blow things up and rebuild, which doesn't seem likely. Well, not with the coach. I mean, the coach is old, so. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would they? He he only has a short amount of time to maximize his potential there, so he he want he wants to get on the ground running as right. soon as possible. Yeah, if they completely blow that up, I, he'd probably be out of there too. Yep, 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 yep. I ain't here for so, no rebuild. But you know, hey, you know who's who's um who they've been considering for the past two years to be a head coach. Who uh, down in down in Texas with the Texans? Who's former who's Eagle? Former Eagle quarterback, Josh McCown. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear that. In, fa- in fact, a lot of the players really uh, support that idea. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to be a coach at some point at some I – mean, he's already a high school coach, I guess, right? Right, right, right. Well, I, I could definitely see him being hired maybe as an offensive coordinator at first somewhere. You know what I mean? They're, I guess they're entertaining him being the, the, uh, the head coach of the Texans right now. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Just stepping right in. I mean, it's happened before. Um, you 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 look at it. Uh, with even with the Nets last year, them going out and getting their head coach with the Nets. Uh, oh, you're you talking know, about the NBA? Yeah, it's done in yeah. the NBA quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Well, they'll, well, they'll just go and get it. They get Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash, Nash, Nash is Nash, their yeah. head coach. Right. I mean, right. It, it was done and also years the guard ago. In, Jason the guard Kidd. In LA. Jason Kidd did that years ago yep. too. The guard from LA too. That was with uh. That a one with Kobe Fisher, Fisher, Derek Fisher, yeah, Derek yep. Fisher, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, I don't know. They interviewed Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward is the receiver coach down in Florida. I I kind of get the, Florida. I kind of get the idea that that might have just been a favor. Well, you know yeah. what I mean. 
yeah like sort of like hey you know interview me let put my name out there yeah because that gets other people's attention oh heinz ward i didn't think he was on the table maybe we should hire him yeah right that's the way this works Just get me an interview. Get my name in the in the in the press for today. You know, a favor to an agent. Yeah. Get me trending on Twitter. <laughs> um, and I, I some something else here that really concerned me um, this morning. That my buddy Matt Rule, I think he's really getting desperate. What? Mike Garofalo, Garofalo, excuse me, um, from the uh, CBS Sports NFL Network. He's all over the place. Tweeted. That Matt Rule is looking for experience in the Panthers' next offensive coordinator. Sources say Rule also sent out some feelers Chip Kelly's way. Not sure if he officially interviewed before Kelly re-upped to stay at UCLA. So this was a while ago, probably at right when he was getting when he fired the offensive coordinator. Uh, what was that guy's name? Was it Brady or something? Yes. Yeah. Probably after he fired him, he probably sent out a feeler to UCLA just to see if there was interest. Chip Kelly has now re-upped at UCLA, so it's not going to happen. But that do you do you believe that? No, that's not good. That might have also been one of those favors you're talking about. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in other words, uh, make it known that I'm I might go back to the NFL. Oh, by the way, UCLA, I need a contract extension. Right, right. One of those uh, deals. Oregon had opened up. Around the same time, and then um, you know that that uh, if they if they could tie them together, that make mm-hmm. the you know alumni be like, all right, I guess we got to bring him back. Right. I guess we got to. And he had him look. He had a little success this year. Yeah, you know, he did all right this year. Well, it's his first winning season. Right. Exactly. You know, and he had that quarterback. That quarter. He brought that quarterback in there when he got there, and he's been there all four years, and he's played all four years. So he. He had better had success with an experienced quarterback like right. that. Uh, and he had his first winning season. So I think I don't think they even got to play in the bowl game, though, didn't they? It was, wasn't one of their games the one that got canceled? No, he yeah, they they did get canceled because they had so many COVID, you know, yeah. positives. Right. That they couldn't play in the game. In California, you know, it's hard to play games in California. Oh, I know. It's hard, it's hard to, to do anything in California yeah. except pay taxes. Right. Yeah. You you gonna pay them. Yeah. I, as an NFL player, people decide not to go there i mean they may have a winning culture like when they 49ers were good back then right and all that. but you know guys won't go there just because of the taxes i wouldn't go there no i mean you no already as, as an nfl player you have to um you know at the time i was playing it was 16 games mm-hmm. you had to file nine different tax returns because you had to file in each state that you played you right know, the eight visiting played. locations and your home location and your home location yeah you yeah. know what i mean so it was tough. It was it's, it's really tough when you're in a place like that. Even up here in, in Jersey, in Philly, man, like you know, city ways tax and all that. Uh huh. They kill you, bro. Well, yeah, they kill you. because they get you because the the uh, the uh, facility is w- within the city limits. Yep. Yep. You know, so I guess the Sixers players are loving that because at least when they're not playing a game, they're well, they practice the Jersey facilities tax, in though. Jersey. But yep. Is, is that as much as a, a city wage tax, though? No. Yeah. No. I, I, even even with me now, you know, when I when I when I work at um, Wells Fargo. Yeah. But I still work here at home doing stuff. So I pay the city wage tax, but I get reimbursed on the city wage tax also. Mm. Because you know I'm, I'm um because I've um 
you know, I I only work there, what, one or two days a week. Mm -hmm. So the other three days, you know, I paid the city wage tax for those days. So I get that money back. Okay, good. Right. Now, DeForest Shields on the stream says that I should be a cartoon character because I'm <laughs> funny as hell. <laughs> I would love to be a cartoon character. But hold on. The, the thing is, you're not trying to be funny. That's that's the that's the great part about this. Right. You're right. not trying to be funny. I'm just being me. <laughs> right. But wouldn't that be great? Like on Nickelodeon or something, or one of these like um uh adult cartoon networks, you know, you put a put a cartoon of me. Bro, in there, you would like have to be character. on adult swim. <laughs> You'd is have that to be called? on adult swim. Adult yes, swim, yeah. Yes, it's adult swim. You would have to be. You couldn't just be on a regular, you know, cartoon. No, no. no. not the Saturday morning cartoons your kids get up and go to. Right. You couldn't do that. No, no. <laughs> you could do anything, but you won't do that. <laughs> that would be good, man. I don't know about good. <laughs> you don't think so? I bet oh, I there's a lot telling, of money. I bet no, there's no, a lot of money in that. Well, yeah. What I was telling, uh, uh, just like uh, today, man. I was just, I was saying, I was talking about you today when I was on Birds Three Sixty Five. Oh and no! Then, well, <laughs> so they both asked you, well. Don't you feel like sometimes you want to kick Harry's ass? I was like, no, 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 no. Who asked you that, Jody? Of course he did. Yeah. He said, don't worry about it. I did. And I'm thinking to myself in my head, see, I wouldn't try, I wouldn't try Harry, because I already know that Harry, you know, he had the sponsorship with Delaware Valley Guns. Yeah, right. And he has a gun now. So I'm not exactly. playing with Harry. No, he's no. not going to want to fight me. He's going to no. shoot me. <laughs> He's gonna. He's not gonna. He's gonna beat me to the punch. He goes. Right. He's gonna come get me first. I'm right. like, nah. Uh, that's my I, boy. I, I can't handle anybody who's six five, three hundred plus pounds. <laughs> right. so I gotta go get the gun. Exactly. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, Jody said he wanted to try. So I'll do it for you. I'm like, well, <laughs> you try that if you want to. I said, <laughs> Harry's not. A, he's not. A, he's not at a point in his life where he wants to fight right now. No. <laughs> No, he wanted to kick my ass one time when we worked together. Did he? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One time we got into it. It was, it was, you know. I guess he he took something I did as a sign of disrespect, and he got very upset with me on the air. Uh, it was uncomfortable for at least like twenty minutes or so. But that was it. It was only one time. That was only one time. <laughs> I love Jody, man. Are you kidding? Me? I would see. I would see me. I, I'm never. I, I I never had that situation. I felt uncomfortable before with somebody else's antics i was really uncomfortable but I, I i never was like in a point where i it was disrespect or anything because i mean i love everybody everybody loves me and we we keep it that way but one time you know twice i was a little uncomfortable man i wanted to you know you know change the subject uh -huh. you know but other than that man I'm, I'm i'm good to go man i am good to go all right, good. We're good to go, too. We got a uh, short time out. We'll be back with a whole lot more. We're going to start to uh, dive into uh, some of these uh, mock drafts. Uh, Jimmy Kemsky put them all together for everybody in one easy place to Great. see what everybody's saying about what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do with their draft pick. That and a whole lot more on the middle. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the show. Friday, football Friday edition of the middle. And yes, it is still football Friday, even though the Eagles are done. This is the weekend where it gets real. You know? <laughs> all the all the riffraff is out of the way. You know what I mean? All the pleasantries and and, yeah. and, and yeah. All right, let's the look bones at this. being thrown. They they threw a lot of bones this year. Yes, they did. <laughs> Eagles 2022 mock draft roundup version 1.0 in Philly voice. And we talked about the Mel Kuyper mock the other day. Uh, he starts it out with Mel. And, of course, uh, we liked Mel's version. At least, at least I liked two of the three. Yes. Um, pick 15 was Devin Lloyd, the linebacker that we love out of Utah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding is right. Pick 16 uh, was a one that you, you and I both loved. Yep. Um, Arnold Ebiketti courtesy of Penn State and Temple as an edge rusher. And the 19th pick from Mel was Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. So we were good with both the two first two picks, you know, with the, the linebacker and the defensive end. But then you got to the receiver. Yeah. Eh, you yeah. know what our, our, our first round picks with receiver. We've only had one really um, pan out for us in the past couple of years. Yeah, we didn't use him enough this year. Well, Jimmy Kemsky says he puts a little Jimmy says at the end of these. Uh And this this sounds exactly like what I said the other day. Um, Olave looks a lot like a Devontae Smith as a player and having two Devontae Smiths wouldn't be the worst thing. But in my opinion, the Eagles Eagles could use a little diversity 
in their receiver skill sets. That's, well, that's what you've been saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want the so, bigger guy to go out to be more physical. Uh, right. I want a veteran. Yeah. Sign a yeah. veteran as the number, you know, the number two guy. Oh, so you um, want to be the number two guy. You're going to say Smith will be number, uh, number well, one. I mean, okay. I mean, one or a two. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's Devonte Smith. He's a one on this team right now. Yeah, he had, he didn't play like a one as a rookie, really. If he was on a better team. So you're saying like uh, you know what they have down at Tampa when they had Mike Evans and then they had um, Godwin. Godwin, correct. Kind of the same type of deal, you know. But I'd either look one at of Evans. Them Evans is the number one to me down there. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But either either day, you know, you come out there and then you know he would actually you know. Evans will be the number two guy because they're going to bracket him and then turn around and now you have a number one. Correct. All right, yeah. I got you. Yep, I'm, I'm good with that also. All right, now Dane Brugler from the Athletic checked in. Oh, you're going to love this, Barrett. Oh, pick number fifteen, Barrett's guy, Tyler Linderbaum, Iowa. Love it. You'd love that at the 15th pick. I would not center. be mad. Wow. I would not be mad. And, and <clears throat> that'd be on conditions that we know. If, at that point, we would know if, if if Kelsey was going to retire or not by then. You know, I think they're going to give him enough leash that, you know, we should at least know by draft day whether he's coming back or not because that's exactly the time when OTAs start and guys come in and they start working out together, you know, just to – you know, put things in perspective, you're going to know what your lineup is and who is not going to be in your lineup. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to be here, he should let the team know before, well before then, so they can make a move going in right. another direction. And he would do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, would, he, would he that. wouldn't screw him around like that. Yeah, Kelsey, exactly. Kelsey's like one of those guys that I look for, like the, the organization would want to keep him just in the organization somehow. He seems like one of those kind of guys to me. No? He's going to coach. Believe that he's going to You think coach. he's going to coach? Oh, yeah. He's got it in him. He can't help himself. You know, he cannot help himself. He's going to want to coach. He want He's going to want to pass on the information he learned from his offensive line coach. Mm-hmm. He can't wait to get his own guys that he can tell them stories and how they can get better as players. I mean, he's been around it. You know, even as far as being with Jason Peters and his interaction with him. Right. You, all the experience that he could have teaching guys offensive line tricks and tricks of the trade and, you know, what they could do to make them better players. He could have it from both standpoints, how being a big player like Jordan Malata teaching him how he got to the place where he's at, down to himself being an undersized guy, a, a Rudy guy that just became, you know, an all-pro, one of the best centers in the world, and tell him how he went about it. Right. So he's seen both, you know, both sides. So I could see him being a coach and a damn good coach also. So – have you given up on the idea then if you want Linderbaum that Sayamalu would be the center going forward? He, I, I don't think Linderbaum would come in and start day one. No? No. Uh-uh. Wow. First round pick? First round pick, he would not be good enough to come in and start day one. He would not be better than, than Sayamalu right now. That's why I would say we wouldn't draft him that early. We would have to draft him later on, like in the second round, if we were going to get him. Yeah, but he, I can't see a first round. First round picks. Are I need a first to round play day one. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Day one. Yeah. Okay. You know, they're just penciled in, and he wouldn't be able to beat Sayamalu out, or he he couldn't beat out Landon Dickerson. So I, I I mean it it'd be a waste if they did pick him right now. All right, uh, Brian H on the stream says the Eagles need to sign Kelsey as the O line coach. 
paired with Stoutland to eventually take over when Stoutland retires. They do that. There they you do go. that. Yeah. They do do that. You know, that's what happened with Juan Castillo and, and Bill Callahan. Oh, yeah. Same thing. They signed both of them. And um, Bill Callahan was the, was my offensive line coach. And Juan Castillo, who was actually a defensive linebacker in college, mm-hmm. coached defense all the way up until um, they hired him basically to come in and just be like, a, um, you know, a, an assistant and became the assistant offensive line coach, you know, later mm-hmm. on. You know, that's what Juan was. You know, so yeah, I, I mean, well, I he became a hell of an offensive line coach. One of the best. One of the he's best. Still one of the best yeah. in the business. I think yeah. he's in Chicago now. Is he really? Yeah, he's in okay. Chicago now. All right, pick sixteen, according to this dude from the Athletic, says Andrew Booth, cornerback, Clemson, second best cornerback in the draft. Booth is a man-to-man cornerback, physical, long and lanky. Let me see what his numbers are. I have his numbers written down. Uh. Yeah, also, Booth also, is six foot, two hundred pounds. Clemson. Okay, he can play cover two. Uh, he's he's more so a cover two. I'm sorry, he's more so a cover two cornerback. Meaning, you know, he's gonna he can play off. Yeah, and 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 be one of those physical corners that you have. You know, if you run a cover two, or you run a so zone. not a man to man guy. Not a man to man. I'm sorry, okay. he's not a man to man cornerback. Right. It says here also that he has above average downhill skills to drive and blow up plays near the line of scrimmage. I like hence, that. Hence, that's why it's a co- he's a t- cover two guy, because he plays back off the ball. He's not going to get in your face, which would work perfectly in a um, in a Gannon's um, offense because they play 10 yards back, seven yards back, you know, anywhere from there. So he's going to have to come up and make plays. Hmm. In cover two, they have the, that side of the field, so they, they have to make sure that they have the flats. So they're in charge of the flats, so they got to come down and make plays being the end guy on the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, he would be perfect in Gannon's system. Okay. Um, pick 19, George Karloftis. My guy, Purdue, too. That's your boy. We're talking about a high-effort guy, always going to be around the ball, great technician as far as hand placement, can turn the corner, has pretty good bend going around the corner. And mm-hmm. when I say bend, it's like ankle bend. Your ability to drive around a corner, be low enough. It's like Derek Barnett had a great ankle bend. Yes. Yeah. Just never used it. Just he just he had the bend, but he just get there a little bit late. Yeah. No, <laughs> he had the bend, but not the finish. Right. You know what I'm right. Right. Well, Car- Carlotta, he would he would definitely finish the play. Okay. You know, he he'll be right there, finish the play. He'll be he's on the lines of of a guy that you know it's going to give you high effort, almost like a BG. Okay. Like he'd be a BG two point It says here that um, he doesn't have elite length or twitch. Yes. But he is relentless and strong with handwork that is not only violent, but also well-timed and strategic. See, that's exactly what I just described. Yep. He doesn't have that quick twitch. He doesn't have that jump off the ball, but he's going to finish the play. You know what I'm saying? He's going to finish the play. And that's, now, you know, that's that's a skill set also. Now, it says here that he's probably going to be a very polarizing player in this year's draft. I guess meaning that some people value him very high and other people are out on him as a first rounder. Yes. So why do you think that is? Because he doesn't have that quick twitch. He doesn't get off the ball fast, but he finishes, hmm. you know, and, and when I say you don't get off the ball fast, penetration is is is. What makes, you know, elite level guys even more, even more elite. You know, when you can get off the ball fast and you have that quick twitch, yeah. that quick twitch allows you to go inside, outside, you know, those special pass rushing moves. Yeah. 
he's the exact opposite. He won't be lumbering, but he'll he'll get there and he'll get there with um with technique, being sound with his hand placement, being violent with his hands, knocking hands off, turning around the corner. But when he gets there, he's also gonna be swiping for the ball, uh, sack fumbles, kind of like um who was that guy that we we had uh that was lined up opposite of the freak. And he would just come in on passing downs. Had all those sacks. Burgess, like, Burgess, not Derek Burgess, not that. Um, what was his name? He had the he had the you know tribal tattoos on his arm. Oh, uh, and he coming on passing. Begin with a G. This last name, I believe. I think. Uh, Go, his, not Go Kong. He was a linebacker. No, no um, shoot. Yeah, I know name? who you mean. He was a special. Hey, Babin, Babin, Ash yeah, got it. J- Jason Babin. Jason yeah. Babin, that's it. Jason yeah. Babin. Yeah. There we go. See, ninety-one LSX has just got it. Yeah, ninety-one LSX is in there too. He is a Babin. That's exactly who he is. I was going to compare him to anybody. He would be a Babin. See, now Ash has quick twitch. He got yeah. in there first. See, <laughs> he's got quicker twitch than ninety-one LSXers, and also ball three one six was a little slower on the draw. <laughs> But Bob, look, look, Bob three one six has that violent hands, though. Right, he does. He's very violent <laughs> at the point of attack. Yeah. But yeah, but that's what he reminds me of. Uh huh. A Jason Babin. Okay. Which is All pretty right. good because he I mean Babin had like eighteen sacks one year for the Eagles. Yeah, he did. He was. He, I remember he was kind of a jerk, wasn't he? He was. He, he really he, he was. was a jerk. <laughs> He was a definite jerk. He yeah. he would he would love him some Babins. Oh yeah, Babins not, loves him some Babins. Not that I care. If you get the eighteen sacks, you can be the biggest jerk you want. I don't care. But he only came in on passing down. He couldn't stop the run. Right, he would right. Get, he would get rolled out of field and dumped on his head ten yards down the field. They running at him. You know? All so right, CBS is Ryan Wilson put together his mock draft, and here are the three picks for the Eagles. Pick fifteen, Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman, Georgia. Now he's better than ninety nine. The big guy everybody be talking about. Yeah, he's so quick. He he's he's more of a complete player. You know what I mean? I don't know if he necessarily fits the scheme that the, the Eagles want because he you got to be quick twitch, get up get up the field. Mm-hmm. He's more of a two gap. I think of him as a two gap type of player. Okay, that you can hit, stay on the line of scrimmage, and play off and make the play on the run. If it's a passing situation, he's gonna be one of those guys that drive you into the backfield, but not necessarily. The quick twitch that's gonna get up the field, create penetration, and and you put pressure on the quarterback. He'll get there, but he'll get there um, with the guy in his hands and eventually make the sack. That's it what said, he is. It says here that he could it could line up as a three, four, or five technique. Yes, that's a, to me that that reminds me of a two gapper. <laughs> Nonstop motor, um, consistent playmaking abilities. Six five two seventy five, right is what he stands. Okay, so all right, pick sixteen, according to the uh, Ryan Wilson of CBS Sports, Devin Lloyd, Utah. Enough we said. love that. We love that. And what and what did, what did they write up on him? It says Lloyd is a twitched up sideline to sideline player who fits the mold of off ball linebackers. Uh, who fits the mold of off-ball linebackers we've seen coming into the league over the last decade. The Eagles might not have a history of taking off-ball linebackers in the first round, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't consider it here. Now, what they mean by off the ball, they mean he's lined up at linebacker depth, and he's running in and making plays. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about Devin Lloyd. He plays at linebacker depth, 
but he diagnosed the play fast, gets up the field, and that's why he has all those tackles for loss. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could play the traditional linebacker position, but get up the field. Most linebackers, you know, you see going up and have all the sacks and all that stuff are lined up on the line of scrimmage. Okay. He's off the ball, reads what's in front of him, and goes and makes the play after he reads what's going on. He may undercut a block to get up the field to make a play. He's fast enough to make it happen. Right. But usually he'll take the blocker on, shed the block, and go get the play. That's what you want. You want right. those big play type of linebackers, and that's what Devin Lloyd is. Now, what about his ability to cover a tight end? He's a linebacker depth, so he can cover him out the back. He can cover tight ends. He can line up on tight ends on the outside. or Running back out of the, the backfield kind of stuff. Like he, he does could, all that stuff. Right. Coverage, he can drop off and play coverage. And and, and that's what makes him um, somebody that the Eagles might want because he could go out there, and that's why we don't have those type. Singleton is the closest guy we have to him, an off-the-ball linebacker that can cover, you know, he can sustain coverage, you know, for, for a reasonable amount of time. But mm -hmm. also, Lloyd can also play in zone. And I don't know if Singleton necessarily understands how to play in zone. Lloyd does. He understands how, you know, where he fits in in the zone, his presence where he needs to be, gets off and gets enough depth when he drops back. But he also feels the way the play is developing, and he'll go in and close a window that Singleton would probably overrun. You okay. know, So, that, I mean, that's the difference between an off-the-ball linebacker. He can do all of that. All right, pick 19, according to uh, this guy from CBS, Ryan Wilson. Roger McCreary, cornerback Auburn. Auburn, yeah, yeah, Auburn. Played against ACC guys, has that talent. Um, Said he's the most consistent cornerback in college football this fall. But see, the only thing about him, I I don't think his hips move well. That's the only thing that when I was breaking him, bringing down on him, his hips don't move well. So, you know, he if, if a, you know, double moves might beat him a little bit. And I don't know if he's fast enough to recover from it. Okay. Well, you know that's, I mean? that's consistent with the next sentence here. It says um, he lacks high-end athleticism of some of the other names often mentioned in the first round. Mm. See, that's that's yeah. That's saying all double moves kill. <laughs> that's yeah. what that means. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Right. I mean, that that's almost like a Jalen Mills. Okay. You know, Jalen yeah. Mills would have been drafted a lot higher. And Mills might have been a second round pick if he didn't get in trouble. Where, where was Mills he was. drafted? I forget. LSU. He was yeah, I know. He, I know he went to round. LSU. Sixth round. Okay. Sixth or seventh round. I think it was the seventh round. Okay. Well, he's had yep. a pretty nice career for a seven, sixth or seventh round pick, though. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, he has. Yes, yeah. he has. All right. CBS is Chris Trapasso. Here are his three picks. Oh, boy. This is a consistent one here. Tyler Lindebaum. Center from go. Iowa with the fifteenth pick, and you know why people say that? You know because yes, they see because Kelsey of... retiring. That's why. right, 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 and they don't necessarily know that. You know, we have you know guys that that have come in and played center for us. You know, if anything, I think we would draft a guard because we have two centers that can play center right. for us. You know, already. Yeah. So if anything, they'll, they'll draft a guard instead of a center. The center is just a center. Center just plays center for the most part. You know, they can try to move in a guard, but I think that he would be just a center if the Eagles drafted him. And that's, they love guys that are multi-purpose. That's why Sam Mala will be the next center. He played center in college, but he, he can play guard also. Um, you know, because we have Landon Dickerson, he can play center also. I just don't see him picking up an, a center in the draft. Not early. Tone wants to know what kind of trouble was Jalen Mills in? Never heard of it before. 
Oh, he he got he got in some trouble as far as domestic uh, oh. girlfriend, you know, those type of deals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I might call plagiarism here on this dude, uh, Chris Trapasso. Why you say that? Well, his his three picks are exactly the same as the guy from the Athletic, Dane Brugler. We've already gone through them. Linderbaum, Booth, Karloftis. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same three. Imagine that. Well, evidently there is some, you know, legitimacy. They see they feel as though some legitimacy then to the doing that. But it's, I guess, you know, I guess that's the way you do these mock drafts. It's like you see a team with three picks and you see a team with a possibility of a retiring center. Yep. So let's put them with a center. And we see that they're going to move on from Derek Barnett. So let's get him a defensive end. You know what I mean? It's like necessarily that's, I get that's why you would do that. But aren't you supposed to take the best player on the, on the board? Yes, hence that's why I don't think uh, Karloftis is going to be there. There's going to be a run at defensive ends. Somebody's going to take him early. And then somebody's going to take him early. Yes, exactly. So they're going to go with the run. There's going to be a run at defensive ends, especially since the first two picks will probably be defensive ends. Teams are going to want to jump up and get them. So that's why another reason why I think there's going to be two two picks uh, for the Eagles in the first round instead of three, because somebody's going to have to jump up to get one of those defensive ends. Because it's going to be a run-up. Because the first two are taken off the board. The first two picks will probably be defensive end, which will lead to a run, just like with quarterbacks. Right. Once the first quarterback goes off the board, it becomes just everybody wants a quarterback jump up to get one. Right. So that's why I say I don't see Koloftis being at, you know, pick number 19. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of love here for this, uh, for Gardner from Cincinnati on on the stream. Yeah, I love him too. He, he ain't going to be there at 15, though. I don't no. He's going to be gone. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so Linderbaum, Booth, and Karloftis again from Chris Trapasso. CBS's Kyle Stackpole. I never heard of that Who? guy. Who the hell is that? Stackpole. That's a bizarre last name. All right, Devin Lloyd, pick 15. Love it. I think Lloyd will be there also. Tyler Linderbaum, pick 16. <laughs> you know, I love that also. But I doubt seriously if it happens. Pick 19, Andrew Booth, Clemson. <laughs> Everybody loves this Booth guy. I mean, he fits he fits the system. He fits he fits Gannon's system. He's a he's a cover two say he's a zone. Well, not cover two. He's a zone safe. I mean, a zone quarterback. Right. Yeah. Zone quarterback, meaning he plays well off the ball. And that's what he that's what these guys do off the ball. Yeah. It, you know, it in, in all actuality, it really doesn't make sense. For the Eagles to go out and get a a shutdown corner to play, you know, right up on somebody because they don't use it. They don't use that type of um, um, defense. You know, like a, a guy like um, like I was looking at who was it uh, uh from from what cornerback was that? Let me look through my notes. Oh, from uh, Florida, Elam. Yes, yeah. Elam. You know, Kair was it Kair Elam? He's six two, mm-hmm. one ninety six. Man-to-man corner, up in your face. He's going to be yeah. right in your stuff every single play. He's I love be that. redirecting you. He's that type of aggressive type of player. You mm-hmm. want players to reroute, he would definitely reroute. He wouldn't – I doubt he'd fit in Gannon's system. He just wouldn't do it. He's no, too aggressive. I know. Well, Gannon's going to be gone, Barry. <laughs> Gannon's out. He's going he to Houston. Texans, right? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a Houston uh, Texan head coach. All right, um, <laughs> I agree with Kemsky here. He summed up those last three picks. Uh, by Mr. Stackpole, 
which were Lloyd, Linderbaum, and Booth. He says, all three of these picks make sense. However, I can't imagine a scenario where the Eagles use all three of their first-round picks and none of them are defensive linemen. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's linebacker, center, and cornerback. There's no edge rusher and there's no pass rusher. Well, there, there, lies, there lies the difference. And, and you know what? That might be the case because all the great pass rushers will probably go and will have a run on them and we just won't be privy to them. That might be the case. Yeah. Unless we trade up. That's definitely a possibility, but I don't know. Well, we know how he loves to make moves, though. <laughs> you know. Um, sporting news. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. His first pick. Well, this is this is out, outside the box a little bit. Because uh, I've seen this guy going in the first round, but later. DeMarvin Leal, defensive tackle. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Yeah, we talked about him a little bit yesterday. Uh-huh. Remember, I talked about a defensive lineman. Um, he's, a in, he's an inside guy. He's a hell raiser. And he's a, he fits that 3-4 system that we need. He'll be a guy to be great opposite of Hargrave. Mm. Notice I didn't say Cox. Opposite no. of Hargrave. And don't forget about Milton. Milton, exactly. Don't forget about our guy Milton. Exactly. So, you know, he, he top one explosiveness, 300-pounder, gets up the field. Um, he generates he, – he's – Hargrave's the, the biggest comparison with him. Okay. He, he, he can rush the passer from the inside, get up the field, and he's bigger than Hargrave. Very explosive. I like him, man. He had like eight sacks or eight something. Eight and a half. Eight and a half sacks. Yeah, eight and a half sacks? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep. Uh, he's a versatile disruptor. I like that term, disruptor. You know, when you're a defensive, <laughs> you love chaos. That's I love chaos. You're I, Mr. I need, chaos. I need my tackles to cause <laughs> chaos in the middle of that line. Uh, versatile disruptor who can thrive lining up inside and outside. Uh, oh, four man front. Style, yep. Yep. Given, I see him. Uh, as, I, I see him as as somebody's going. He's gonna. He's gonna be right around that area. And I mm-hmm. would not be mad if we picked him. Right in the first, I would not be mad. That'd be in fact, that'd be a great pick. That'll generate some pass rush. Then you can move Milton uh, Williams to the outside mm-hmm. on a permanent basis. That's a pretty good offensive uh, defensive line starting off the season. So I like that. All right, pick sixteen, David Ojabo, defensive end, Michigan. What's this guy's name? From Sporting News, what's his uh, name? His name is Vinny Iyer. He's the well, guy who picked this. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is. I don't know who the hell he is, but he knows what he's talking about. That would that would be tremendous if he's if he's around sixteen. Yeah, they probably would have picked him at fifteen. <laughs> right. In all actuality, right. It would probably be reversed. They probably go, uh, yeah, the DN first, and then they go with uh, Leo D on the uh, the next guy to sixteen. Um. Pick nineteen, Andrew Booth, cornerback, Clemson. Man, we Fitz. need we need to get this guy on the show. This Andrew Booth, right? <laughs> he's, I mean, like I said, he's a cover two corner. I mean, a cover three zone corner. Fix the system. He'll fit the system. Hmm. Um, Kemsky said that Booth would be a slam dunk pick at fifteen, much less at nineteen. Right, but I don't think he'll last that long. Well, um, so maybe they're like he's thinking Booth would be gone before fifteen. 
I love the pick. Yeah. I'm all with it. All right. We're going to take that, 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 that knows what That guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Vinny Iyer. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll I'm just see if call we can, him sporting news. We'll see if we can reach <laughs> out to him on Twitter. I'll try to get him on a show next <laughs> week. What do you think? Let's go. Let's make it happen. Any, any speaking of that, anything from Seth? Any more? Any more developments on no, Seth? No, I, I didn't no. Go back to Seth, no, no. I didn't go back to the well. Jesus. I hate to do it to myself. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Hour number two coming your way. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American... You've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank Now, we're going through some of these mock drafts, and I see uh, on here Mel Kuyper is a fraud on the stream. Why say that? Who said that? DeForest Shield says, Harry, don't believe nothing Mel Kuyper says about drafting a player because he's an effing fraud. He'd be lying about players being good like he can go in the first round. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But the dude's a fourth rounder. Mel is a liar. Well, you know they they said that about <laughs> they said that about Mel that um uh, agents have been talking to him you know to try to get their guys moved up in the draft. Uh huh. Yeah, because if, if you back in the day when he was the only one doing it, especially you could if you could get Mel talking your guy up, he probably does move up a, a exactly. bit in the draft. Yeah, I could exactly. see that. Yeah. So it was like a big thing with Mel. That's why you know Mel is. He's kind of, you know, he's kind of shortened, you know what I'm saying, you know, his his um, his um reign on the college, you know, draft situation. You know, it used to be his word was law, but not right. anymore. Remember so. that? Didn't he get into it uh, with a general manager back in the day? I think he was with the Colts. And yep. the general manager said, like, he he fired back at him or something. Uh, who the hell is Mel Kiper or something like that? <laughs> you remember that? Yep. Bill Tobin. That's the yep. guy. And um, and he he also got into like you know was it um the receiver? He has a show on ESPN now. The receiver that went to the Jets. Number one oh, pick Keyshawn, overall. Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson. Johnson. Him yeah. and Keyshawn Johnson went at it a couple times. Yeah. He told him you don't know what the hell you're talking about. 27 years ago today, this is a tweet from Schefter back in April of 2021. April 24th, it, it occurred 27 years ago. So that would be, what, 1994, I want to say? Yeah. Mel Kuyper Jr. criticized the Colts pick of Trev Alberts. Remember him, the linebacker? Did, was he a – did Trev Alberts go to Nebraska? Nebraska. You know I what? He's, Trev Alberts got me drafted. Did he? Yeah, I, I was I shut down Trevor. Trevor Alberts, when I played against him at Nebraska, he was the number one defensive player in the country. Wow. And I held him to no sacks, no hurries. I shut him down. I mean, totally shut him down. And my stock went from here to here. Wow. In just one game. That's awesome. Very, I never heard that story yeah, before. Yeah, Trevor Alberts, yeah. He, I mean, I, I, I shut him down. Then I went back and I shut down um, Jason Gilden, former, uh, one of my former teammates with, um, with Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Jason Gilden, I shut him down, you know, and he was ranked like number five at the time. And a guy named Audrey Beavers was like number five, number four, number six round there uh, from Oklahoma. I went back and played and shut down like four different guys that were like the number one defensive players in the country. Steve Etman and all those guys. Oh, yeah. Etman was a Washington Husky, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was playing against him and, and Anthony Mason from Washington and, you know, I had great games against those guys and that's where my stock went from here to here. And, uh, and in less than, you know, in less than halfway through the season, I went from being just a guy to being an all American and everything else. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He picked, he criticized the pick of Trev Alberts over Trent Dilfer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just sent, I just sent um, 
Xander this tweet because it's got some audio in it, and uh, maybe we can play it. Revisiting when former Colts general manager Bill Tobin owned ESPN draft analyst Mel Kuyper Jr. on live TV in 1994. I, I do remember that. But that was back when he was the only guy doing it, man. Well, he started. I mean, he would. He would. It was he and his wife, right? That started at first, right? The scouting service kind yep. of thing for the draft. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool, though. I mean, he, he invented an in, an industry, like it became a cottage industry. Yep. As a result of him, so a lot of he other ruined guys a are, lot of guys' careers, but he also boosted a lot of guys' yeah, careers. No doubt about it. Um. All right. Let's get back into this. Let's see where we are here. Pro Football Networks, James Fragosa. James Fragosa. His three picks for the Eagles. Pick 15, Devin Lloyd. Ding, 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 ding. Utah. There we go. Pick 16. Oh, I like this. Kair Elam, Florida. That's my guy. Yes. It's my guy. I'm going to read you this. One of the most physical corners in the draft. Athletic. He can do everything. I want this guy. 6'2". Yes, this guy could play for this is this is this guy would be on the all maze team if he pans <laughs> out next up for Philly retooling the secondary Kyer Elam has been a standout of Florida's secondary for the past three years. His length and physical tools allow him to thrive in man coverage, though he can also produce in zone Elam and Darius Slay would be a nightmare for opposing offenses. I'm in love. I know. I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> I mean, that's why I love watching film. Because if you lie, film, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. That's what I saw out of him. That's exactly what I saw out of him. Yeah. For him Good. to be that. He's that type of quarterback. Great man to man. Great man to man. I was gushing over him, man. Because he, because he, he's physical, hands on guys, runs with guys. As soon as he sees the um the you know the, the receiver's hands go up, his hands his head goes instantly back, and his hands go up, you know, to try to make a play on it. Mm-hmm. Love this guy. He always looking back for the ball, you know, when man to man up. When he's locked up man to man, he's looking exactly at that man until the receiver shows him that he needs to look for the ball. Then he turns around for it. That's a skill that a lot of young um, DBs can't do. He can do it. I, I I love this guy, man. Love him. All right, they pick nineteen according to Pro Football Network is Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. He's the guy that got hurt in the championship game. That's why I say it ain't going to happen. We we won't do projects like that anymore. He tore his ACL in the national championship, um, but he's already put enough tape up to earn a round one selection. Yes, but he won't be playing until now. In fact, this should be his floor on day one. Regardless, Williams joins Alabama's alumnus Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts to form a deadly trio. I don't know. I like it, but I I, 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 I would like if he was if he wasn't injured. And if he wasn't injured, we still yeah. wouldn't be able to get him because he'd be a top five, top ten pick. Top ten, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can but see he, that. But he speed. He's a stud. Versatility. Yeah. Didn't he come from Ohio State? He's the transfer. He might be. I think he's the transfer that came from all. You imagine that? I, I, I think I think I'm correct. Let me just m- make sure. So that means they had. Um, That's what I'm saying. Think of who they had. <laughs> they they had the quarterback from two years ago to play for Cincinnati. Right now was at Ohio State. Right. And yeah, him. Burrow. 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 
Yeah. Burrow was at Ohio State then. That's right. Wow. Um, but think about all the wide receivers. I mean, they got the, those three studs right now. Olave, um, um, Wilson, yep. and the other guy with the hyphenated name. That He's a great possession receiver. They had him. All these guys sitting there on the bench and couldn't get up. Come on, man. Embarrassment. That's why Ohio State wins it almost almost every year. Yeah. He was at Ohio State in 2019 and 2020 and combined only caught 15 passes. How does that so happen? So he couldn't get a sniff at Ohio State. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And him and Burroughs was there too. Right. Same time. And he had 79 catches um, last year for Alabama and 15 touchdowns. Unbelievable. For Alabama. That's amazing. Fields was there. Yep. At Ohio State with him. I don't know if Burrow, because Burrow transferred to LSU. I forget which year. He might have been gone by then. Okay. Okay. Um, but but Fields was definitely there. He was he was yep. the guy he was the guy last year. So but we're just making a point on how many guys leave Ohio Incredible. State. Yeah. And go somewhere else and become ballers. Just uh, the stockpiling of talent is just ridiculous. Didn't they have a quarterback that left there and went to Georgia too? Also? Well, Fields came from Georgia oh, to that's Ohio right. State. That's right. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah. And he started at Penn State. He oh, committed to Penn that. State, did Fields. Yeah, and then ended up at Georgia and then ended up at Ohio State. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to give you something. I'm going to read this right here, and you tell me who I'm talking about. This is a scouting report. Um. Let me pull this up here. I saw Xander got the the uh, audio on the Mel Kiper. Let's play that right. And this is uh, that's Chris Mortensen on the right speaking with the Colts general manager. Who in the hell is Mel Kiper in a way? I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. In my knowledge of him, he's never ever put on a jock strap. He's never been a coach. He's never been a scout. He's never been an administrator. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our papers two days ago telling us who we have to take. We don't have to take anybody that Mel Kuyper says we have to take. Mel Kuyper has no more credentials to do what he's doing than my neighbor. And my neighbor's a postman, and he doesn't even have season tickets to the NFL. Who in the hell is Mel Kuyper? <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> That is great. Now, did you catch that they, they they panned back to Mel as he's watching this? Right, right. On like, the on the dais, on the set. Did you see that hair? How amazing was that hair back in the day? He was perfect, man. Not oh, not one piece. Look at that. Look, look at that. That not is incredible. Not one piece out of line. No. <laughs> I kill for that a, hair. He's probably got an eight thousand dollars suit on, also. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's great. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper anyway? <laughs> Phenomenal. That was great, man. Oh, all right. Here's here's a, a scouting report on a player uh, highlighting the weaknesses. Okay. Has issues sustaining rhythm um, with so many off-schedule throws. Slow recognition of early throw opportunities. Inconsistent patience allowing routes to develop leaves slants and crossers behind targets 
misses checkdowns and opportunities for harder throws. Or no, excuse me, misses checkdowns and opts for harder throws. So chooses to make the hard throw rather than just checking it down. Sometimes that's not a, a problem, though. Right. Um, deep arm dip into elongated release. Uh, needs to get better at trusting his pocket. You could say that about a lot of young players, though. Uh, quick to drop his eyes when the pressure mounts. Who do you think that is? It sounds like Jalen. Yes, it does. That's exactly what it is. That was a 2020 <laughs> scouting report prior to the draft. For who? On, who, who, on Jalen Hurts. Who, who who wrote that up for him? Uh, I'm not sure. It's on NFL.com. Wow. Yeah. That's who he is now. Well, well, that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, is that – you think that's valid then, fair? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do think it's valid and fair. How much and of all that, that, that was a combination. How much that, of that can be fixed? Well, the pocket presence could be fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading defenses and letting the play develop, that can be fixed. The uh, mechanics on the arm motion, that can also be fixed. I think it's already been fixed. Um, all that, all that can really be fixed if you know, it, and that just comes with confidence in your, in your offense, like plays developing. Mm-hmm. They may take a little longer, but you have to know what play, you know, what where you, where everybody is in order to do it. So you could you could let the play develop in front of you, but if you don't know exactly where people are and you're not reading where they're supposed to be, then you don't know where to go with the target. You know, you look at the beginning of the game in the in the playoff game. He was leaving the pocket early. He wasn't letting plays develop, and he didn't know where his checkdowns were all the time. Uh huh. That comes with knowing the offense. That's why Brady says, "Why would I retire now? Because yeah. I already know the answers to the test." Right. He threw to guys that didn't didn't finish the run. They didn't finish the route fast enough, or they didn't finish the run the routes you know, the way we're supposed to. Hence, that's why a lot of drop balls in the beginning of the game. Guys weren't running full speed in those routes. Hmm. So that's why the ball was where it was supposed to be at, you know, right. when it was supposed to be there. Well, the guy happened. just didn't run full speed. That happened on done. Saturday a couple or, or last week a couple of times. That's what I'm talking about. He knew exactly yeah. where the ball was supposed to go. Yep. He was they- putting it there. But the guy wasn't running full speed. Aikman pointed it out several times that Brady expected this guy to keep running his route, and the and the guy didn't. He kind of pulled up a little bit. Ah, da, da. So yeah. the ball was going where it's supposed to go. Now that's right. where Jalen has to be. Jalen has to know the offense like the back of his hand. He has to know exactly where everybody's going to be uh, during the time. Like as an offensive lineman, when I'm sitting there and they make a call, they might call Ray Big. Ray Big means that. On the front side, the race side, to the right, to the right, we had that linebacker to the right. So mm-hmm. we're going to block those guys. Big means the backside. Big means we stick the backside to the guard and the, uh, the left guard and the left tackle have the two big guys. No, no, we're not responsible for anything else. Now, if that, that Ray linebacker, if that Ray linebacker goes to the left, that means the center has to follow him. He has to then go left. But those two guys on the front, they got to play – those guys head up then they don't have a responsibility then they're just responsible so the 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 race side meaning the center and the right guard are responsible for the one technique and that linebacker that linebacker goes backside that that um 
that guard then knows that he has that 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 defense alignment one on one because they now have to go to where that linebacker went. Now, if that linebacker goes to the right and he goes all the way out to the outside, then the right guard, the right tackle, and the center response for all three of those guys. Hmm. On the backside, if they bring a safety or if they bring a linebacker from the other side, that's the back's guy or he's the quarterback's guy as a hot call. And, you know, when you know those calls, you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Well, same thing on the offensive side of the ball. If he knows that this guy is supposed to run a deep drag route and he knows it's going to take a little time to get there, the quarterback's responsible for buying time being in a pocket, understanding where he is. And if he does get close, he got to know where his dump off is, where the, where the, where the um, guy that, you know, he can just dump it off to. That just comes with knowing the offense like the back of your hand. Right. Brady knows that stuff, yeah. so he doesn't worry about it. Yeah. He doesn't know it like he's supposed to yet. Okay. That's fair. Um, on Twitter here, there's a question. What are your thoughts about going after Michael Thomas? or Calvin Ridley and put them in the slot paired with Smith and Watkins. You put, first of all, you put Michael Thomas or Calvin Ridley, wherever you want to put Right. You put, I love Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah. That's about, that, but if he's healthy. Yeah. We're talking about a guy that led the league in catch for like two yeah. years straight. Now, you know, now he did have Drew Brees. With, well, okay. So you got to factor <laughs> that in. Right, but still, though, I mean, yeah. size, speed, another whole Ohio State guy. Right, right. And we know about Calvin Ridley. Bigger he, body guy, too. Right. You know, he, yeah. he's an Alabama guy also. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about two guys that are game changers. They'll come in here and be a definite number one. A definite number yes. one. Absolutely. You wouldn't, wouldn't, you know, so then you work, then you work Smith like crazy because they're going to double, they're going to double team either one of those two. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when you have guys like that, it only opens up. Dallas Goddard beca- will become a freak then. Right. Smith will become, you know, a a, 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 a uh, probably an 80 catch guy then. Just because of the Michael Thomas. Just because of the really. presence of the other receiver. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let me see what. Uh... Marcus J. say Vita Vea owned Kelsey. Vita Vea owns everybody. Vita Vea owns a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why he got that big contract extension. That guy, yeah, <laughs> I love that dude. Million, he's seventy-three million worth of owning. <laughs> exactly. Michael Thomas. He didn't is, play this era. No, really. But his contract is twenty-four point seven million against the cap this year. Ooh. For New Orleans, twenty-five Ooh. the next year. Ooh. And then twenty four point six in twenty twenty four. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and yeah. he played for him at all last year. Ooh, nope. And they have a quarterback to throw to him this year. Oh. But, but apparently, there's a potential out in twenty twenty two, according to this. So, like all these contracts, they're just uh, they all got these out, outs now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, let's get. Um, Let's get back into the the big stories for the offseason from that uh, NFL insider, front office executive, Barrett. Is that all um, the draft? That's all the mock drafts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all all mocked out. That was pretty good, man. I like that. 
Love that. That's yeah, great me, by Jimmy Kemsky. Me too. Well, yeah, he puts it all in one place. Yep. You know? Um, Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson will wear a new jersey in 2022. Not that it necessarily he will play in New Jersey. He will wear a new <laughs> jersey. Okay. Right. <laughs> that could have been read two different ways, huh? <laughs> uh, exactly. You got to be careful where the punctuation goes. Um, I love the way you did that too, man, because, you know, you talk about right up the road, man. They right. talk about bringing them into with the Giants. That right. would be a hurt piece for us, man. That would be hurting. Yeah, if, if they did that, if he, if if the Giants mm-hmm. in all their unorganized, or unorganized um, way of doing things, if he was to come in there, he would definitely solidify things. Yep. And and they become an instant contender in our division. You put Brian Flores him. as the head coach. Oh. And Russell Wilson as the quarterback. Now all of a sudden you got a you got a competitor in your division. Well, not no just doubt. for the divi- div- division. Well, yeah, they the compete conference. for the NFC. Yeah, no right. doubt about it. <laughs> um, it says here. The Saints were on Wilson's original list of preferred destinations. He made that very evident. Yeah. He has a no-trade clause. Yep. Uh, but those are teams he said he would definitely trade to go there. Right. The other preferred teams, Cowboys, mm. Raiders, and Bears, they all seem set at quarterback, barring yep. a surprise. Like Seattle taking over Justin Fields' contract from the Bears. But Wilson can also expand the list. The Giants are loaded with two top 10 picks to dangle, for example, and they have the market that might attract Wilson. Boom. Which might um, attract Sierra. Right. That's what he's really saying. <laughs> I love, I love how, you, how you emphasize that every time you talk about it. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. I mean, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. He's got a boss lady too. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> Right, you're right. When you when you got, you know, like I me, mean, you look at it, you know, his wife, Brady's wife. Right. Them guys are playing just because they love the game. They right. don't have to play. No. <laughs> they now, don't have to play, man. They're playing yeah. for the love of the game. Put it like that. Yeah, wait till you get to, I think it's episode five in Man in the Arena. Mm-hmm. That's the Giselle episode. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll be ready. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and and just binge watch probably like four episodes. I'm I've already done three, uh-huh. so I'm gonna go four, five, or six this weekend. At least four, five, and six, maybe even seven. I'm gonna binge watch some today, binge watch some tomorrow. Uh, going okay. into the games, so I'll be ready. Good, because because it's, it's it's not a hard watch. No, it's not. It's amazing. I, I want to play when I watch it, man. I yeah. I, I get so excited. Get you fired up, doesn't it? Butterflies in my stomach, man. Yeah, you know, especially. With these first three, because I could I could definitely correlate with what was going on during those time periods. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was I was living it right then. You know, right. I was competitive right then. You know, I was you know, right past three is where I kind of started going down. It's when I retired around that next year. I retired. Okay. I got hurt going into that next year. So, you know, that's when it ended for me. But I can remember all the stuff he's talking about. I can remember him going into to um, you know. Thinking about Pittsburgh, and at the time we were sixteen and one, we were killing folk. In fact, if you look at that that year, we won right. our first game. Then that second game, we played against the Ravens, and that Ravens team kicked our ass. I mean, they were bringing blitzes where 
it didn't make sense. They weren't even sound blitzes. Hmm. The, the blitzes they sent to us, if we would have just picked them up or just slowed them down a little bit, it would have been open. It would have been six when they used to send these blitzes. They would bring seven people off one side, seven defenders off one side. They would totally void one side of the field, and they just happened to call them in the, in the worst protection we could have. We'd be in the worst protection we'd have, and we have all our receivers and everything in the worst part of the field that you couldn't get it to them. Right. And they blitzed. They sent this blitz and hit Tommy Maddox, crushed him. He was out for the rest of the season. And here comes this rookie, Ben Roethlisberger, in the game. Uh-huh. And they tore his butt up, too. They beat him <laughs> up that entire game. They sent us home and made us like it, bro. I mean, they killed us. Huh. That next next game – we got him ready, and from that day on, man, he he won every single game going forward with the exception of the championship game. Like I told you, I had already packed my stuff up, bro. I was right. ready to go down to uh, – what was that? It was in Florida, in um, Jacksonville. I was ready to go to Jacksonville. Hmm. I had my outfits all ready, man, shoes all shined up and everything, man. It's, we just knew we were going to win. We knew we were going to beat Brady and them. There was no way they could stop us. It was cold, too. Yeah. We heard that they were all sick and everything also. Right. There was a lot of flu going through the locker room. Man, we, we, we were going to tear them to shreds. This was our type of weather in our stadium. Um, we were playing some of the most dominant football, you know, people have ever seen. We're running a ball with Jerome Bettis, and, you know, and, 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 and we, we just couldn't be stopped. Hmm. And all of a sudden they came in, man, and we couldn't run the ball. They were stuffing the run. We couldn't hit Heath Miller on anything. He was never open. Not a tight Even end. Even Hines Ward, yeah. he wasn't doing anything. It was they just caught us and and beat the snot well, out of us. Didn't y'all play in the regular season that year? We stopped that twenty. You we stopped them. the twenty one. Yeah. They had a twenty one game winning streak. Right, going. right, right. And we put it into that. We whooped their tail and made them like we sent them home to. We sent them home back to to to, to Foxborough with their tail between their legs. <laughs> We beat them and made them like it, and they deter- they returned the favor. I told you, I'm running out. You know, I said, like, "Goal line, goal line, goal line." I'm running out on the field. All right, hey, hey, they're running right. They're running right. They're running right here, right here in the B gap, B gap, B gap. I'm like, how do they know we're running the B gap? Right. Well, it doesn't matter. We're gonna make it. We're gonna run it anyways. Because they videotaped you. I don't, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, I mean. Exactly where we were running the ball, Teddy Bruschi would just go line up right there, right there, and then you know Harris right behind him. We couldn't do any; we just couldn't get right that game, man. Wow! So that's why I love watching that show, man. You know, man in the arena. So that was Halloween. Yep. Of two thousand and four, during the regular season, you guys yep. won thirty-four to twenty. Yep. And then in the playoffs, January the twenty-third of 05, the Patriots win 41 to 27. Whooped our tail. Wow. I mean, they had, I think they had two touchdowns, defensive touchdown. They had a pick for, I know they had one pick for, um, for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They might have had two. Um, they threw a touchdown to Vrabel. You know what I mean? Goal line situation. Vrabel had a touchdown. <laughs> he lined well, up as tight end. Yeah. There's something, there's a funny bit about that. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was where the one where uh, Vrabel's like, hey, I'm, I'm showing to Tom. I'm open. I'm open in the end zone. And Brady came up to him afterwards. Vrabel said, Tom, I would, did you see me? I was open. He goes, 
you put your hands up one more time, I will never throw you the football. <laughs> How great and is they that? Were, and they were in practice. Yes. They were in practice and he's doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll take a at, sh- go ahead what do you got you looked them on that play when he yeah. threw the touchdown to him uh-huh. it was actually a great catch because they almost defended it but he ended up still getting open with a great catch he fell down fell down caught it with his hands fell down completed the pass and everything man it was Incredible. a great catch by him yeah absolutely all right we'll be back with more final half hour coming your way right here on the middle go for the midnight dares Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, welcome back to the show. Final half hour on a football Friday. Um, we got to get into uh, these games, too, before the show's out. Uh, I want to get uh, some predictions on all four of these, Barrett. Uh, we got some line movement in that Kansas City-Buffalo game on Sunday night, which uh, really should be the AFC championship game. Uh, but the Steelers will draft Ben Roethlisberger's eventual successor this draft, according to this guy. I think that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yes, sir. Because yes, you, you think they would draft one 
as opposed to them trying to get one of the veterans. Yes. Hmm. They 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 it's not to steal away for them to take a shortcut to winning. Hmm. The steal away is to go out and do things the old fashioned way. And that's through hard work. Hard work meaning your scouting department and your GM um have to go out there and do their job. Mm-hmm. They got to go out there and get the best guy that fits their culture, fits who they are, so they can win games. They'll take it. They'll take not winning for one or two years to 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 go forward in the Steeler way, mm. and they've done it before. You know, so I mean, I can't see them going out and, and taking a shortcut. I think they're going to bring somebody under the fold. You know, because they brought in Maddox, and he was a bridge for two years, right? Until well, Roethlisberger, you know, took the took the helm. Right. And then uh, they they list that here as a free agent option, such as Jameis Winston, could also be a cost-effective alternative to the bigger trade targets, with several evaluators pegging this as the weakest QB draft since 2013. You remember, that what, remember that draft? Oh, no, horrendous. E.J. Manuel from Florida State. Oh, that's right. Geno Smith, West Virginia, and Mike <laughs> Glennon, NC State. Wow. So then that's they list right. Kenny Pickett. Obviously, they know him as best because he's he works out at the facility and all this stuff. Yeah, that's he's in the same building, right? You know that, but see, that doesn't mean anything because no. Fitzgerald came from the same building, right? Uh, the best defensive player to. In the past, foot Aaron Donald, Aaron yeah. Donald, the past couple of years is was in the same building also. Right, you know, they didn't right. go do that. So, uh, I, I really think that they're not going to try to get a quick fix. I think they're going to draft and and they're going to go through the bunch of bruises until this kid gets better. All right, real quick, here's here's the one that got your attention: a major coaching name, Pete Carroll, Sean Payton, or Sean McVay will leave for television. Yes. That did pique my interest because I at first I thought Sean Vay. I mean, uh, yeah, McVay's like McVay, 35 years old. Yeah, I'm like, why would he want? Then I thought about it. He they think of him as the next Gruden. That's exactly what Gruden did. Hmm. Gruden left a Tampa Bay team and went to ESPN to do Monday night football and loved it. Was mm-hmm. making like seven million dollars a year. Right. Not he to lose a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he, he, he just, you know, he was great at it. And I don't know, I haven't heard McVay. I mean, I see that one commercial McVay has, it didn't seem like he's too interesting to me, but evidently, you know, the networks are looking for him to be that. I mean, that's what everybody's doing now. Either going to get a coach or, or a quarterback to, right. to, to be on TV, man. You know, that's what's so hard for guys like me. Yeah. Because I got to do it the hard way. Those guys just right. get thrown into it. You I mean Breeze? It's bullshit, <laughs> right? You know, it just, I mean, just from out of nowhere, Breeze is just that dude, right? I don't think he's that good either. To well, be honest I mean, with you, you um, know, look at he can work at it. You know, kind of like like Chris um, Chris Sims. Chris right. Sims worked at it. You know, yeah. made himself better. Uh, but you know, you look at um, you know guys that you know from from Dallas. You get a leg up when you leave Dallas. What commercial you know what is McVeigh in? Is that a chunky, chunky soup commercial? commercial? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. tuna fish. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he has the Bad. headset on or something. Yeah, you have the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it's, weak. It's, it is, that is man. That it is, is weak. 
Um, <laughs> this guy says that Pete Carroll's sunny disposition would be perfect for TV. He turns yeah, he'd be the 71. Next coach. Yeah. He'd be the he, next coach. He, he doesn't appear ready to give up coaching, but a cushy spot on air could be waiting for him. I could see that. Me too. I'm to me, yeah. you you could have bought me with a wooden nickel that Cowher, you know, would just go straight to 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 TV. Yeah. But you know, during that whole situation, you know, the time he retired and everything, mm-hmm. um, you know, he wanted to get back with his family. He wanted to reconnect with his family because you In know Charlotte. these guys don't have it. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a you know time to be with their family. That's why I said I couldn't go into coaching because it's yeah. Too much time involved, you know what I'm saying? Notice, I spend too much time with you, let alone exactly. being a coach. <laughs> I agree. Now, <laughs> now, um, remember how every opening that came up, everybody would pencil Cower in there as a possible replacement? Yes. And I yes. Didn't, no, no longer there are they doing that. And no, he's, he's no, not coming back. Not at all. All right, Packers Aaron Rodgers will stay in Green Bay. I think so. Mm-hmm. I really think I I don't think he wants to go anywhere. And they said he's that he's patched up the relationship. Well, the relationship's starting to smooth out a little bit between he and the GM and the uh, Gudekunst. Yeah. yeah. So Brian Gudekunst. They, you know, they were mortal enemies for a little bit. But you know now, yeah. and they and they see how good that um, this guy is. A Rod is is unbelievable. I mean, if you didn't have a guy named Brace, uh, Brady, you you. You really didn't have – he wouldn't have any competition on who the best player in the league would be. Yeah. It would be A-Rod. There'd be no question who would be the number one player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But Bra- uh, Brady's sitting right there. You know, A-Rod is it, it's masterful how some of the stuff that he does. Some of those passes that he that these oh. guys catch from him. Yeah. Like when it's his, his seam routes, when he's throwing it to these tight ends. And, you know, it, it's amazing how he threads it. Getting hit in the face and still able it's to like deliver a flick a ball. of the wrist too. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous, you know. So, I, I think he stays with Green Bay. He'd be smart to stay with Green Bay. Him leaving, but of course, I said Brady would never leave. Um, would never leave New England either. But and you, know, you I, also said that the Eagles would never trade Carson Wentz. At, what the that? hell do I know exactly? <laughs> what I I, uh, I, 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 I thought there was no way. Yeah, There's no way. That any team would leave a dead salary cap right. hit of thirty-four million dollars. Unprecedented. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, it's, it's it, it, I say it would never happen. It can't yeah. happen. It won't happen. There will never be a team that will leave a cap hit of thirty-four million dollars. And what happens? I get to eat my words, and I was <laughs> just totally wrong. You and a lot of other people. So, all right, the Browns will look to trade Baker Mayfield for who and for what. <laughs> for who, for what? Yeah, um, my boy Ricky, my boy Ricky Waters. The first game he gets there, and he says, "For who, for what? Mm-hmm. Who in their right mind will want to trade for him?" I can't say anybody trade for Baker Mayfield. He's uh, the best quarterback the Browns have had in, in years, too. Yeah, he is. Um, but at the end of the it. day, it's not a great fit. Um, he'd be best in a shotgun, up tempo offense like they have in Arizona saying that Mayfield and Stefanski uh, doesn't seem like a good fit. Well, think about it. I just We talked about it earlier on today about these new wave quarterbacks. When these quarterbacks leave, they, they're they not going under center. And this mm-hmm. offense that Stefanski has is a run-orientated offense where you have to go underneath center and hand the ball off. Right. 
That's the only way you can run play action, real play action. That's the only way they can run, uh, throw the ball down the field is if the defense thinks they're going to run. And the only way you can really get a defense to react really to the run is mm-hmm. if you line up under center. And mm-hmm. I don't think he swings his head around and reads things good enough to go ahead and, and run that type of offense or be in a shotgun like that. Now, I really think that Hurts can do that. Okay. He does have the ability to do that. He does that. I think he does that better than Baker Mayfield. He will be able to do it better than Baker, Baker Mayfield. But Mayfield, he wants to get back in that shotgun like he was at Oklahoma, spread mm-hmm. offense. It's not a lot of reads attached to it, and just go out there and just hose it all day. He right. man, he'd be perfect for that. Perfect. Says, for all that. says here, if the Seahawks moved on from Wilson, I wonder if the Browns would get involved. Seattle executive Alonzo Highsmith was on the Browns staff that drafted Mayfield. And that offense, though not like Arizona's unit, could at least support him with a good running game while unlocking some of the up-tempo shotgun stuff he likes. Who, Wilson? Uh, Seattle. Yo, Seattle. Have him yeah. come to Seattle. Go, I, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. I can see that. Line, you know, line up two receivers out on the outside, lock it. Mm-hmm. K-State guy. Right. Out there, you know what I mean? It, it, it would work. It would definitely work. And we know that uh, that offense is more conducive to the to the shotgun. But, I mean, I, I just don't know that Baker Mayfield would be really appetizing for any team right now. Hmm. I mean, besides going to a team like uh, like maybe the Rams. Right. He can go to the Rams and have some success. Yeah. The Rams, he he would – it's wide open out there with, with – with, um, Baker, he could, he, he could, yeah, but they got Stafford. I know that's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. they would need to do that. You All know, right. Uh, no, I can't see it. Joey B is now alive on the stream. He checks in. <laughs> Busy work week he's had. I know he's been, he's been late a lot. He's late tuning in. <laughs> and he says, if I put on a cowboy hat today, I'd look like Lloyd from Yellowstone. <laughs> I'm good with that. I still haven't watched any of those, man. No, no. I, yeah. I, I saw this. I saw this meme on uh, on um, Yellowstone. They said you watch the first week, and you and you you find the second week you come up, you have on cowboy boots. Uh. The third week you come up, you have a cowboy hat on. The fourth <laughs> week you come up, you have a vest on. Right. Next thing you know, <laughs> you're driving a pickup truck. By the by the by the by the tenth week, you know you're out there rustling buffaloes and <laughs> right. You're riding a horse. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Now, where did you see that? You're like the commercial guy, man. Where did you see this thing? Uh, I actually saw it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into the, these games here, Barrett. A quick little uh, thumbnail on all four of them. Uh, Cincinnati at Tennessee. Nobody's given Tennessee any credit. They're only the number one seed, and they could have Derrick Henry back. He's been practicing. I don't know. I think they're going to make a determination on him today as to whether he's going to play. They're going to announce it today. Uh, three and a half point favorite are the Titans. Cincinnati coming in as the darlings with Burrow. I love them. Uh, but their offensive line is a mess. And how good is Cincinnati's defense? Could they they're... stop the run? No. Yeah. No, uh, if Henry I, I plays, that's a problem. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge problem. And and when I when I when I'm looking at this game, the one thing I'm gonna look at is the um, 
how they line up against those those tight ends and how they're going to line up with those guys on the outside. Will that defense be able to keep eight men in the box mm-hmm. with with the tight with 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 um, you're going to have a tight end in there and they got two receivers on the outside and then they're going to have that man sitting back there at, at um at running back. All right, uh, Xander Can you stop them. Xander checks in and says that they're active. They've activated Derrick Henry. Oh, it's a done deal. Yeah, so it is a done deal. So he's, he's been activated since 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 the last game last week. No, he's but I mean been activated. Yeah, but I mean he he was practiced. He wasn't active for the week eighteen game. No, well, but, I but know. Now but he's activated to play. They just did. Saying. They just did that just just for you know. Semitics, you know, that's that what they, they knew they were going to activate. He he knew he was playing. He tweeted out that he was going to be playing. Oh, he did? Yeah, he tweeted it out. I don't follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he, he tweeted out that he was going to be playing. And I only know because I, I was watching uh, Espen. Oh. <laughs> he said that he would be playing. So, yes, he 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 was going to play anyways. All right, his uh, his Twitter feed is at KingHenry2. Yes. Underscore 2. Let me see what he what he says in here. And he hasn't tweeted since freaking October. Oh well, then then that's been what, lied. Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> Maybe it's under. Tr- yeah, I mean, what is this? He's tweeting out uh, Heisman commercials on his Twitter feed. <laughs> he doesn't look like a must follow, if you ask me. Oh, they lied to me there, man. Yeah, because I, I heard that he tweeted. They said it on on, on Espen that he um that he tweeted out he's playing. So who was that, Greeny? Um, somebody. I, no, it wasn't Greeny. It wasn't Greeny. It was uh, it was it was it was one of the shows. You know, the, the morning shows they have. Get up. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Get up. Uh, I call it. Go so back yeah, man. It, it's can you I mean? How do you stop that? How I mean, and 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 you have those receivers, man, on the outside. How do you stop that? You you really haven't. You really don't have a shot if he comes in in any type of shape. And of course, you know, he probably is in the best shape of his life right now because he has done nothing. But how do you stop Brown and Jones on the outside when you have a running back like that? Right. That you have to leave eight in the box in. Yeah, that's pretty tough. You have tough. to leave eight in the box. So if you don't leave eight in the box, he's going to run rampant on you. You know what I mean? But if you put eight in the box, then you have Julio Jones, one of the best uh, wide receivers. And he, and he's and Julio Jones is the number two. Right. AJ Brown's the number one. AJ Brown is he's a stud. Right. So he'll be you no know, how do you do that? How do you stop that? So right now I'm 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 going with I'm going with the Titans win mm. easily. And they beat up on um they beat up on the young quarterback, man. And I, I it's gonna be a shame, man. But you know, Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, gonna yeah. have a field day out there. A field day. I tell you, but they can't have Tannehill throwing interceptions. No, no. He's well, thrown fourteen he, of them this year. His elbow and his hand will be, you know, have to be iced down from mm-hmm. him handing the ball off to Henry so much, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You know. So yeah, you know, I, I, I doubt if they're worried about that at all. All right, let's get to the next game here. Let me see what we got here. The next one is, of course, the Green Bay game. Green Bay hosting San Francisco. They're a five and a half point favorite. I think that came down. I think that was like six, six and a half, six at one point. San Francisco going on the road, running games, travel, defenses travel, but they got some injury issues. 
what it wasn't Bosa and the concussion protocol and the linebacker number 54 uh, was hurt best player. He's the best He's there. Yeah. Outside of Bosa, he's their best player on defense. Yes. No doubt about it. Um, let me see if we can find any issue, any such injury updates for them because that's big. If that's they're going to have a chance that both of those guys have to play. Well, me. I mean, they're saying that, um, well, you know, just from, you know, what, what everybody's saying that you look at, um, green Bay, green Bay hasn't won a game in like the last three or four times they played against the 49ers in the, in, um, in the playoff situation, they've won. Yeah. So All right. I linebacker, don't know. linebacker, Fred Warner, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, were not on the injury report for Thursday. So that's good news for them. Yes. And it says here that Bosa is on track to play. Well, so that's I, really good. I, I hate to be I hate to be them. I still now, hate to be them. Because when you when you look at uh Green Bay, mm-hmm. Green Bay is getting guys back. You know, that that have come off injury that they've been saving. Um, what's his name? Uh, the uh starting right tackle, um body arts oh, or whatever No, he's um, back. Balaga or whatever. Balaga, yeah, yeah Balaga. Something, something like that. Balaga is back uh, from off injury. He's he's now back. Randall so, Cobb is going to play too. Apparently, he's off a, off the IR and is going to rejoin the team. Oof! Hate to be them. Uh huh. Hate to be them. They're getting their you know they're getting their horses back. You know that means uh, Dennis Kelly. Remember, remember Dennis Kelly? Oh, we yeah. had him and we I'm traded sure. him for. For, for for that receiver that never played. Doriel Green Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Kelly has etched out a great career with the Titans. No, it's and, Bakhtiari. Uh, Bakhtiari is the tackle for Bak- That's what I thought I said. Bakhtiari. No, we said Bailaga or something. Oh, it's Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. He's 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 one of A-Rod's best friends. Yeah. D- didn't they do like a beer chug thing? At a Milwaukee Bucks game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where Bakhtiari's in there and he takes the cup. He's sitting courtside, I think, and he just yep <laughs> done. And then Aaron Rodgers tried it, and he went like two gulps and had to put it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Uh, yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay wins, and I think they cover. Me too. I Me do. Too. And even though that defense is good. Of um, San Francisco, yeah, they are. I don't think they can peak because, um, you know, I think I think Green Bay has the second best run offense in the league. Mm. You know, so I mean, when you cope that with when you you know couple that up with yeah, Aaron Jones you know, and AJ Dillon, yeah, AJ yeah. Dillon the Bruiser, He's... Aaron Jones the total back. Yeah, I love Aaron Jones, man. Me too, man. Yeah, Me too. Isn't that I mean, the he, dude he, that did hard that carried his dad's ashes around in that? uh in that, that necklace little, that he lost in the end yeah. zone, and, and then the they groundskeepers found it. Found it. Yeah, yeah, the groundskeepers found it. That was a great story. So they sewed a patch in his uniform so he can just put it in that. Now. Right, so you never lose. He just yeah. sticks it in a little pocket in there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's real cool. Yeah, I, I just think you can't keep up. Like Garoppolo won't be able to keep up. Nope. So uh, David Bakhtiari back. They get the running game, the number two ranked running game beside the Eagles mm-hmm. in the NFL. A Rod sitting back slinging it around to Devontae Adams. You can't you, you can't cover him. Right. Um Alan Lazard with 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 Randall Cobb just you know 
It's now, bad. It's gonna be some bad things against this this San Fran team. Alexander is questionable according to this, but Rasul Douglas has done a nice job for them. Absolutely. Incredible. All right. Next game on Sunday. Uh Rams at Tampa. This is gonna be great. Tampa's the standard three-point favorite. Now let me check here for um the the uh, running back to see if they're gonna if they're gonna have him available because that is it. No. Fournette Len, Lenny Fournette is not gonna play. Um is that what no, you're he's saying? playing. He's oh, playing. Okay. Leonard Fournette is playing. What Leonard about is playing? What about um, Worfs though? The tackle. No. Oh, that's a problem. It's not looking good. It's not looking good for Worth. Jensen, you know he's back. He's just Henri. He's gonna. Be oh back yeah, he's that center. You you you'd have to pull. You couldn't pull him out of there. No, no, no. no. You have to pry him off. You know the yeah. field. He he he's back. Ryan Jensen is back. Okay. So you know, and then on the defensive side of the ball. They got their full complement of their front seven. So, you know, that, that, what about Jones? Tough. What about Randall, Ronald Jones? Uh, I, guess, I, I don't guess know if he's back or not. He's questionable, but, the, and they still have the Fournette listed as on IR, but they could just activate him right. today mm-hmm. or tomorrow. So, no, they have to activate him today, I think. Now, who do you, who no, do no, you like? Saturday, because they the front. Yeah, they play Sunday. Who do, who do you <laughs> like in this game? Bro, this is this is tough because I hate betting against Brady. Uh, I hate tough. it. I yeah. hate betting against Brady. But since Worth isn't playing, um, they have enough, you know, uh, to, to 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 battle against Brady. You know, they have enough. I mean, push come to shove, you know, Brady goes to Gronk, right? And I really see the um, I see the Rams putting their best defender, their best DB, um. Jalen Ramsey on him, mm. you know, and that's, that's size for size. That's a big cornerback who can cover. Yeah. And I, I think that he can equalize it. I think they, they beat him the up. first time they, they yes. met, I think in week two back in uh, Los Angeles and the Rams won, but that's just enough to yeah. piss Brady off for him. To I know. Come out and, I know. And, and, and have a chip on his shoulder. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. You know, he, once he gets a chip on his shoulder, man, it's hard for him to get it off. And he felt as though they were totally disrespected. Uh, in that game, you know, they was hooping and hollering and, and and having all that swag and doing all that crazy stuff. He's like, look how they disrespect. That just pisses him off to no, no doubt. end. So, now, you know. You know, the, the backup for Tristan Wirfs is listed as questionable, too. Wells, <laughs> number 72, who came in the game last week. Well, that's that's not because that's not because of, uh, you know, he's hurt. It's probably because it's, his heart is hurt. You know, you his, think his, so? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> His feelings are hurt the way, you know, come on, man. You let that old man beat you for two sacks. Come on, man. <laughs> you can't do that, man. Come on uh, now. All right, Buffalo, Kansas City. Kansas, this line is now moving. Hold on, hold on. I want to finish with the, the Rams yet. Okay. You got the Rams, man. The Rams at this point, man, they they, they still um, – they got that running game, man. Their running game. With Sony Acres Michelle back now. And, and, Akins, and Akers, yeah. They, they hit it. Akers hits it hard, man. So that, that's going to be the pivotal. That's why I'm going to pick against them. Their running game will beat up on Tampa, and that's why they'll win this game. Now we can go on. So the Rams' running game will be the difference. Yes. All right. Buffalo, Kansas City, the line has moved down to one and a half and two. It was two and a half. So some money coming in on Buffalo. I think Kansas City, Big Red. You think Big Red 
Big Red makes it happen. Holds man. the line here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think Big Red is, is he's already pissed off that everybody's not believing in him and his squad. Uh-huh. Big Red is the factor. Now they, they faced the each other back in October the 10th, and the Bills blew them out 38 to 20. Yes, they'll have a they'll have a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, know. I, I see, you know, Mahomes a little pissed off too. Uh-huh. He's gonna go out there with a little bit of swagger also. I don't know. I think I'm taking Buffalo. All right. Well, we, we, we're, 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 you know, at least we'll have those games against each other. I, I'm going with, I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. All right. I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with, um, the Packers. Right. I'm going with the Rams and I'm going with the Titans. All right. I'm going to go. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the three and a half with Cincinnati. Wow. I'm going to take Green Bay. And I'll lay the points with Green Bay. Mm. I'm going to, man, I think I'm going to take the Rams. There you go. On Sunday. And then the Bills. So I'll go Bengals, Packers, Rams, Bills. And you're going Titans, Packers, Rams, Chiefs. Yep. All right. As long as we got we got that on record, we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what happens here. All right, uh, uh, Xander, can you pull up? I sent you this yesterday. I think it was a stand-up of a news reporter out in West Virginia. I believe I saw that. Did you see this? Yes. Was, this this went viral, I guess. And she was out doing a report, and she got hit by a car while she's doing the report. And bounces back up and basically says, I'm good. She just kept going with the report. And it turns out that she's from the Philadelphia area originally. So she's tough. And uh, apparently, there's no way I'm, I'm, I'm not giving, I'm not doing that for my company. <laughs> no, I know. Apparently, she was already accepted a position at a different TV station. Uh, and she was like in her last couple days of work. And she's doing this report out in the snow and got hit by a car. Here it is. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. Jesus. Okay, I just got hit by a car, but I'm nope. okay, Tim. That's the first um, one on okay. TV, Tori. Well, He's right. all dry. Like, that's the first I'm okay. On TV. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay. We're all good. This is all. Oh, you know what? It's you sure, all. One you sure woman you're okay, We're good, Tim. Ma'am, you, sure you okay? are so sweet and you are okay. So it is all good. You know, I. I that's oh, too much Lord. commitment, bro. So you, you know, it's my last week on the job, and I think this would happen. So you were bumped in. To me, Tim. Were you bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up but high? Does that matter? From the look Shut up, dude. I, I, I don't even. Do you know if I was bumped down low or up high, sir? I just saw you disappear. I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. I my whole life just flashed before my eyes. Oh, but this happen. is live TV, and everything's okay. I I thought I was in a safe spot, but clearly, um, we might need to move the camera over a bit. Yeah. So let me do that. While I'm You're in. Of it. Wow. Now, to, just to set oh, the stage you for know? you once again, Tori's in an area right now. There would have been a water main break, so there are emergency <laughs> vehicles around there. And a lot of times, what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are. In, when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers. Huh. 
Boy, I'd be calling a lawyer. <laughs> I'd be like, look, uh, back to you, Jim. I got to call a lawyer. Right. <laughs> this will be my last broadcast because exactly. I'm suing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, man. On that note, we'll, uh, we're going to say goodbye. Enjoy the football and everything else this weekend. We'll be back on Monday at 11 o'clock. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.